It's time for Bring It Outdoors on B93.3. Brought to you by Thielen Meats, Oars and Mine Marine in Crosby, Bermel Shoe Store in Randall, and by Radco, your truck accessory pros. Now, here's your host for Bring It Outdoors, Brian Moon. And welcome into this week's show. First off, a happy Memorial Day weekend to you. And we've got a lot to cover. Full lake reports from all across the state. We'll talk walleye fishing, crappie fishing, pike fishing, and bass opener this weekend. Mandy Urich's going to drop by, our bass expert, here on the show and give us uh, some tips on how she's going to go about doing the bass opener this weekend. Plus a spotlight on Mille Lacs and a whole lot more on this week's edition of Brainerd Outdoors. And we kick the show off with our local report. As always, Nate Blazing joins us. He is with uh, S&W Guide Service right here in Brainerd. And uh, Nate's been out doing a lot of fishing here lately. And uh, here we are into Memorial Day weekend now. Nate, boy, did this sneak up on me. I thought, you know, you and I talked over fishing opener weekend. That snuck up. And then uh, Memorial Day kind of snuck up on me, too. And it's going to be pretty busy, I think, out on the water. It already has, Brian. Uh, Yeah, it's... It's even during the week lately on the area lakes. Uh, the amount of boat traffic is is, I would say, ahead of where it usually is. It's it's like we're midsummer already, um, and that's fisher fishermen and pleasure boaters as well. So the accesses are full, the water's full, people are out and enjoying the the fresh air in the lake. So that's been good to see. Yeah, that's for sure. So tell me what what's been happening out there right now. We'll start with the walleyes. Um, as is, is I, I've heard it's been a little spotty here in the Brainerd Lakes area. What have you seen? That's exactly how I'd describe it. Um, you know, part of it is the water temps. We're probably a week to two weeks behind where we should be with our water temps. The big lakes are now just starting to get around that 60 degree mark. Some of the smaller lakes are around that 65 degree mark. So, uh, I've got high hopes here that as we keep warming, that's what's going to kick that bite into high gear. But, you know, the walleyes overall, I'd say the guys doing the night trolling, they're still getting some fish, but it's not as good as it was um, on opener. And I, I probably relate some of that to maybe the full moon stage at opener. But overall, they're still getting some really nice fish. Um We've been out quite a bit on multiple lakes in the area, and it's been, uh, like you said, spotty. I would say it's consistently decent, but absolutely not great by any means. Um, We're still getting, I'd say, anywhere from two to six fish per outing. Again, most of them are those bigger females really struggling to find some of the smaller eater fish, although I have talked to a couple guys on some of the smaller lakes that that have found some of those. Um, The best tactic that I would say right now has still been pitching a jig and minnow into the shallows, um, anywhere from that 4 to 12, 15 feet of water. Um, again, a lot of times you can see them. And, again, the key is to get that bait as far away from the boat as you can because they're really spooky in that shallow water. Um, I expect this bite to just keep getting better and better because there still isn't too many bait fish up in the shallows yet um, due to the water temp. So, that's what's going to get everything kicked into high gear as soon as those bait fish come up. That gets the food chain going. Those walleyes show up, and they really get on the, the chow. So it's not a matter of if it happens. It's when it's going to happen, and I think we're, we're getting real close to that here. So um, looking forward to that. Um, the other thing that's been working is just long lining, whether it's lindy rigging or you pitch a, a smaller jig and minnow out or a leech out. And again, get that thing, you know, a long ways behind the boat. You can either drift if you get a nice wind, which we've had plenty of that strong wind lately. 
Otherwise, you control in that 0.6 to 0.8 mile per hour seems to be kind of the key there and, and get ready because when they hit, they've been hitting it pretty hard. So um, no complaints, but again, I think the main bite should be really picking up here soon. We had our first league on Gull, um, I think that was Tuesday night, and we had 20 boats and a lot of really good fishermen. And it, it was it was a tough bite. I think only seven of the 20 boats actually brought in fish. There was some really nice fish brought, but that should show you something that you know, it's not just go out there and you're guaranteed fish right now. You really have to work for them, for the walleyes at least. What about people that want to go after crappies? I, I know that that was kind of slow here for a little bit. Is that starting to pick up? It is. I think we're pretty much getting to the prime of that. Um, they've, they've moved up to the shallows now with, with the water temps getting up there. And so, again, you're looking for soft bottom areas, dark dark areas where it warms up faster. So usually some lily pads. If you see some old rushes from last year, those crappies are right up in there, along with the other panfish. So, again, target that two- to five-foot range. Um, just pretty much easy fishing right now. Slip bobber and jig or a small jig and a paddle tail are working pretty good. Um, the one thing I'd like to you know comment on that is this is the time of the year when those panfish are probably the most catchable. And so just keep that in mind and be a little selective in your harvest. I'm not saying don't keep any for meal because I think most all of us love to eat panfish, but let some of those bigger fish go for the genetics and you don't necessarily have to keep, you know, whatever 10, 20 fish per person, just keep enough that you need and, and it'll all be good to keep those genetics going forward. Um, the other fun thing that, that's happening too with the panfish fishing is the bass are getting really, really active in the shallow. So, uh, you're going to catch a little of everything. We even got a big dogfish the other day doing it, uh, which is a really fun fight on ultralight tackle. But, um, you know, especially getting some kids out like that, you're going to have a lot of action. So the panfish fight is really doing good. Um, and then I'll transition on to the pike fight. That also, I'd say, is probably the strongest fight going right now. Um, again, been on multiple lakes this week, and pretty much every lake we've been at um, having a lot of action on pike. And, it doesn't seem to matter whether you're pitching jigs or if you're doing lindy rigging or trolling, you're getting them five to 15 feet of water. Um, they're just really aggressive. If you can find some green cabbage, which there's some out there now, we found that that's been holding a lot of pike. So um, if you're looking for some pike action, that's really good. Um, we also, again, a nice surprise, the last couple outings on multiple lakes, we've caught some really nice perch in the area, again, up to 13 inches. Um, not, again, numbers where I would say feel comfortable out targeting them, but it's been one, two, three really nice perch each time. So that's been a, a nice surprise again. And we're going to talk to Mandy a little bit later on in the show about bass, but that opens up this weekend, Nate. And I think sometimes people forget how good of a bass lake gull can be and some of our other lakes around here, too, that a lot of times we look at as just walleye lakes, but uh, they can be good bass factories as well. A gull is a phenomenal bass lake. It, I would say the last five to ten years, the pressure has tremendously increased with, you know, a lot of tournaments and uh, the youth angling stuff. Um, so they are. Uh, we've seen them definitely get educated from where they used to be, but there's some really, really good bass fishing in gull. You spend your time to figure them out. Right now it's easier, again, because of the shallow stuff, but it, it's a pretty amazing bass fishery, and a lot of your hardcore bass anglers know that, and so maybe it's a dirty little secret. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, good good times. And there's actually, the last couple of years, we're seeing more and more really nice smallmouth showing up out there, so that's something we hadn't seen. So now you got largemouth and smallmouth. So that's good to hear. Uh, what are we looking at? I know you keep in touch with Sherry over there at SNW Bait. Uh, 
bait situation? Are we okay there? Uh, she's doing really good right now. Um, I'd actually put a Facebook post that they'd share. I'd shared that they got a whole bunch of uh, spot tails in here. I think it was maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, and we were up there last night, and she's got three or four tanks full of spot tails. Um, so she's got actually some red-tailed chubs in right now, too, if you're looking to do some Lindy rigging. She's got leeches, rainbows. We've been using them and catching some fish on them, crappie minnows. So she's pretty much fully stocked. I'd say it's uh, about the best stock she's been all year. So uh, swing up there, and she said she, this is the busiest she's been for a long time. So it's really great seeing people support the small business because that's, that's uh, a big boost for her. So that's awesome. Couldn't agree more. I did have one listener ask me, Nate, and I thought I'd bring the question to you. Um, about crawlers and are our water temps a little too cool for them right now? I would say so. I don't use them this early, but with that being said, again, uh, my family, we're heading up uh, tomorrow to Lake Captogma for a family vacation. And I was just reading a post that someone had said they'd been up there for a week and they had really good luck, uh, trolling crawlers on spinners in four feet of water. So <laughs> It's funny you say that because I was kind of scratching my head and saying, hmm, maybe I should try that. But, you know, uh, another thing, too, we were over in Mille Lacs last week with the kids, and we did not try crawlers. We tried pretty much everything else, jigs and minnows, leeches, plastics. Everything worked, and with the way the bite is over there, I was figuring crawlers would probably be just as easy and work just as good right now. So you never know unless you try it. Typically, I don't try crawlers until it's a little warmer uh, and for the trolling, but... Uh, Again, give it a whirl. You probably catch something on it. Last thing, Nate, uh, you mentioned you're taking the kids up uh, for a family vacation. They have a message that they wanted to send to kids to get out to fish as well. Yeah, so it's the last day of school for them. So in between work meetings, we took their school stuff back, and we've been doing some fishing with them, and they're excited for our uh, vacation this weekend. So here you go. Introduce yourself and say something. Hi. What's your name? Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, I'm Bree. Hello. And, and what did you guys want to say to all the kids out there? Take your kids fishing. Take your kids fishing. There we go. I think it's really important, Brian. Uh, again, we try and get the kids out, you know, and the boat together. And whether it's fishing or just enjoying the, the serenity and stuff, uh, you learn a lot of life lessons. And that's actually one of uh, the things we're trying to promote with the Walleye Alliance, too, and and like we were saying before, off-air, a lot of stuff is changing this summer. A lot of events are canceled. So all the more important, if you got some free time, you know, whether it's dock fishing or in a boat, get the family out, get the kids out, try something new, just enjoy each other's company and, and take in some other nature stuff. Couldn't agree more. Well said, Nate. And uh, have fun with the kids and tell the kids thanks. I really appreciate it. And uh, good luck to you guys this weekend. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves out there. Stay safe. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? You as well, Brian. Thanks much, and take care. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. And back with us, our good friend Ray Gildow with the Nisswa Guides League joins us. Ray, always keeping us updated, not only here in the Brainerd Lakes area, but Leech Lake and Winnie, and I guess, Ray, that's where we'll start is on Winnie because you spent a little time up there this past week. You bet. Uh, I fished Winnie out of High Banks where our friends Kim and Rick Leonhart have been working hard. Uh, this uh, past weekend the resort was full, and this weekend with the um, uh, Memorial Day weekend they're full again. 
and there are some openings now in June, so if you're interested in going up to Winnie and fishing, uh, try the High Banks Resort. Those folks do a great job, and they are uh, following all the social guidance rules for staying away from, you know, from distance, social distancing, I should say, and being very, very careful. So uh, you might want to consider that. Uh, we did pick up some fish. Um, the slot limit up there this year is you can still catch six fish on Winnie, but you can only have one over 20 inches, and the other five have to be outside that 18 to 23-inch slot. And wouldn't you know it, uh, every fish we caught was exactly 18 inches. Uh, we caught a number of fish. I would say we were out... Uh, or we were out for the whole day, and we probably saw seven or eight boats. And I swear that just about every fish that everybody caught was an 18-inch fish. Not hardly anyone came into the resort with a fish that they could keep. Um, it was just kind of one of those days. Jigs and minnows were the choice for us when we were up there. And uh, they have finally got spot tail shiners uh, up at the resort. And so we did use some spot tail shiners. And I think you'll find all the anglers in, the, in our area in general will start finding some of those spot tail, spot tail shiners available. Um, and then when we weren't using spot tails, we were using rainbows and fatheads as we had been before. I think about the, the most notable feature about fishing this week has been the wind. Man, uh, I was on Leech Lake one day. I was on uh, Winnie, and those are, of course, two big lakes to be fishing if you're going to be out. Wind is really a factor. And it was a factor for where we could go on Winnie because we just didn't want to go out and just get pounded. So we kind of had to fish the closest to the shoreline to stay away from the wind. It was the east wind. Uh, uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday we had a lot of east wind. But the whole week was windy. It's been really, really, really high wind. And I think jig fishing on leech has been tough uh, for people who are using minnows. And uh, I do have some fellow guides. I called one of my buddies uh, yesterday. And said, boy, I've heard it uh, the last few days, because I haven't been out there the last few days. I heard it was really tough. He said, well, we went with jigs, or we went rather with bobbers and leeches, and they have done really well. And I, I talked to another friend, a uh, guide friend, who also went out and spent some time. Um, I'm not sure I should say exactly where, because it's not a real big area. And I don't want to put a lot of pressure on it. But they were also fishing right off the weed edges with leeches and bobbers and did very well. And then I talked to a friend of mine this morning who fished all day with three guys yesterday, and they did not have a bite on jigs and minnows on Leech Lake. So it's a mixed bag there, uh, but I think if you want to have some action, your best shot might right now be going with a leech and bobbers. And I think also uh, we've had some nice warm weather this week, which is part of the reason I think we're got, we've gotten so much wind. But that water temperature is starting to eke up a little bit, uh, 57, 58 degrees now, and um, I think that's going to help. I, I really think part of the reason that uh, the lakes have been kind of tough fishing, uh, except for Malax, although I had a friend who was on Malax and didn't do well either. But the water temperature, you know, when you see 56, 57, 58, that's just the surface temperature. You drop down below that. Uh, you get down into 7, 8, 9, 10 feet of water. It's still very cold down there. And I think that's made it a little bit tougher to say to, to fish. Uh, I think it's fair to say the bite in the grainer braided area is still spotty at best. Um, water temperatures, like I said, should be coming up now. They are coming up. I think that should start moving crappies in towards making nests. 
and it should also improve the walleye bite in our area lakes. And most bait shops now in our area, in our listening area, have spot tail shiners, and uh, that's kind of the bait of choice if you're not trying leeches or night crawlers. The Minnesota uh, DNR, I'd like to sort of conclude this today, Brian, the, the DNR comes out with an outlook for central Minnesota, and I'd like to share a little bit about what they're saying about the Brainerd Lakes area. And then next week, maybe talk a little bit about the Little Falls area, because we have a lot of our listeners in the Little Falls. We don't get as much attention to those lakes in that Little Falls area, like Alexandria, Chaminade, and uh, maybe talk about those a little bit next week. But in the Brainerd area, walleye fishing is the lake's uh, primary fish, I would say, that most people that come here are looking for walleyes. In the Gall chain, including Round Lake, Whitefish, Pelican, Edwards, and North Long are the best bets for walleyes. These lakes are also great choices for quality-sized northern pike. And we've been doing uh, some, you know, some uh, experimenting with new pike regulations the last few years, and I know they've made some changes now on Mille Lacs because they uh, have reduced a lot of those small pike that they wanted to get out of there. And now we're trying to get some more quality fish into these lakes. And these lakes in our brand area are very, very capable of producing very, very nice pike. Uh, trout fishing in the Cuyuna County State Recreation Area is a great alternative fishing outing, especially for those with smaller craft and for shore anglers. We always think of everybody that just wants to run out and catch walleyes. But, in fact, there's a, a, a growing number of anglers who are going over to that Crosby area to start looking for trout, and it's a, it's a great area. Rainbow trout will be stocked on time for the opener this year despite the COVID-19 pandemic challenges. Lake trout are a new option in uh, Sagamore Lake and Pennington, Arco, Alstead, Mahoman complex. No live minnows may be used or possessed in the designated trout lakes such as these. You may also use live um, leeches and minnows that are dead or frozen, dried or pickled. The nice thing about those pickled um, minnows, if you can't catch anything, you can take it home and eat them. Well, no, don't do that. <laughs> lake trout daily limit is two, but consider releasing smaller lake trout to help those newly emerging fisheries develop. The Mississippi River and the Crow Wing River are great options to get away from crowds in the usual walleye spots. And I think especially this year with concern about the flu, uh, those are nice areas to go to because you're not going to run into the large groups that you do uh, see on some of the Brainerd area popular lakes at the landings. Uh, check the river flow and depth conditions ahead of time and plan accordingly. Uh, this, of course, is the bass opener this weekend. And... Uh, a lot of people are excited about that. And crappie and bluegill opportunities abound in hundreds of the crow wing and cast lake bodies of water. So those are some other options to start thinking about. And um, I think from time to time what all we'll do is uh, emphasize some of these other options that people have for fishing in our Brainerd Lakes area besides just the walleyes because we do have some nice little trout lakes. Uh, we have some other areas that are, are unique to the area, and like, I, like I've said before, you can fish them from shore and you can fish them from small boats. You don't, you don't need a great big boat to go on uh, fishing with them. So as you're out this weekend, a Memorial Day weekend, uh, a little bit wet at times, it sounds like, but otherwise I think it's um, we're seeing our warm-up coming, and usually after uh, the Memorial Day weekend we start getting nicer weather, more stable weather, 
and hopefully that wind will start dying down so we can count on uh, fishing a little, a little bit higher conditions, uh, higher uh, weather, but I should say better weather conditions. Um, and I think that uh, the big lakes, especially to the north of us, should start turning on as we get better weather. One quick question, Ray, before we let you go. Uh, you mentioned bass opener, and we're going to talk to Mandy here in our next segment uh, coming up here in just a bit. And we all know she's huge into bass fishing, but uh, you mentioned Winnie and Leech. For those that are up there in that area or in like to fish those lakes, are they well known for bass? You know, Leech Lake is a phenomenal bass lake, and it's not as well advertised as Malax. But it's got a growing number of smallmouth bass. And I, uh, my wife and I have a cabin on the south end where we've got quite a few rocky reefs. And over the last three years, I have never seen as many smallmouth bass coming out of that lake as there have been. Uh, in fact, there's been a number of bass tournaments being held there now. And up on the north end, uh, Sucker Bay, specifically in Sucker Bay, um, in Portage Bay, too, there's some really, really phenomenal largemouth bass fishing in that area. Winnie is not known for bass. Uh, if you're going to go to uh, Winnie and look for bass, you're going to be pretty disappointed because there just isn't much of a bass population there. But if you go to Leech Lake, it's a great bass fishery. There you go. Ray Gildow, he brings it every week. He's with the Nisswa Guides League. Check him out at raygildow.com as well as uh, Nisswa Guides League. Ray, I appreciate it. Always great info. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe, buddy, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thanks a lot, Brian. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. And once again, we bring in a good friend of Brainerd Outdoors, and that is a contributor here, Mandy Urich, joins us. And uh, boy, this is like Christmas time for Mandy right now because it's bass opener, Mandy. Uh, you got to be extremely excited about that. I am. I am. And you just count down the days once the ice recedes and melts off the lake. So I'm just like, okay, every day counting it down, and it's here. Like, it's here finally <laughs> and one of the things I, i'm sure that you're probably happy to see we've had some warmer temps this week and obviously bass fishing when you get those warmer water temps going that's when things pick up because that you know a couple of weeks ago with the opener that was kind of the thing that kind of you know outside of the snowstorm that we had um colder water temps kind of tempered things a little bit but as we get these water temps up a little bit i think the fishing is going to be pretty good as we get into this weekend yeah, you know, and that was a big a big thing. We got that little bit of, of early spring too early, and then we got the snowstorm on fishing opener, and then water temps of trying to bend to re, you know recover after that. And bass, um, unlike walleye, are a little bit more water temperature sensitive, I would say. So they've got a couple things going on right now. They're you know they're in their wintering places and they're trying to move up shallow because it's spawns coming right. So. We're at about 50 degrees on main bodies of water uh, across the Brainerd Lakes area, but, you know, those fish are going to be start moving up, and they're going to be moving towards those shallows. They're moving towards shallow structure, mostly shallow bays. Obviously, those shallow bays are going to be the, the quickest to warm up. The little billy bucks are going to be moving up first, trying to establish a spot for the big 
big mama bass to, to come up and lay some eggs, but pre-spawn when you can get on it and, and really target it well is a, is a great time to, to catch bass. They, they're actively feeding, but they're not aggressive. There again, we're thinking about the water temps are in the 50s, so they're they're kind of coming out of this lethargic state, and they want to put on a bunch of energy so that they can spawn, um, but they're just not super over-the-top aggressive. Um, and they're going to be, you know, my favorite ones for this time of year is slow rolling, um, like a chatterbait, real slow roll. So we're just barely moving that thing back and forth. Uh, jerk baits, jerk baits are phenomenal this time of year for largemouth and smallmouth. You can catch walleyes on them too. They're just, just great there again. Let the fish really dictate um, how fast you're moving that bait. If you're if you're on fish and you're catching fish, especially with a jerk bait, and you're only hooking them on that back treble hook, that means it's a real finicky reaction bite. So even slow your uh, your your lure speed down even more. Um, you can go to a finesse worm. You can go, you know, I see a lot of people right now are catching bass uh, while they're out crappie fishing on smaller baits, on, on puddle jumpers and such, just because they are, you know, depending on the body of water and how cold it is, they're, they're a bit finicky. You know, they're not ready yet to quite eat that Big Mac, but uh, they're definitely willing to throw down some M&Ms. And would you want to really, if you can find vegetation, Mandy, is that where you'd want to target as well as some shallower water? You know, right now it's going to be super tough. Obviously, we had a ton of snow this winter, um, which really did a, a number on the vegetation in the lake. So the, the lake can't penetrate through the snow and the water column to get to that veg. That veg dies off. Um, veg is nice, but normally this time of year you can't depend on it. I would really look for structure if you can. If there's rock piles, if there's docks, if there's any kind of wood piles, things like that, that's, that's natural, that's going to be there, you know, for sure. Look, look for those kind of those structures. And even on main lakes right now, where those fish are coming out of the deeper water, moving towards those shallow bays, really for bass too, specifically targeting those areas where they can slide up and slide down. So more of a dramatic break. Uh, to that shallow water, to the deeper water. So every day, depending on, you know, what's going on with that temps, they, you know, they're sliding up and they're sliding down without traveling too far before they, you know, the water temps get where they need to be, where they can finally push into those back bays for spawn. And we talked with Steve earlier in the show, and he said, uh, you know, on Malax right now, and you know as well as I do how well that's well known for both uh, smallmouth and Steve even pointed out, he goes, it's getting well known for largemouth now too. Um, that has a lot of those structures you just mentioned, so that's a good place for people to check out. Yeah, it's, and, and even there too, I mean, yeah, I've, <clears throat> people are being successful. Their walleyes are going crazy right now, obviously, but smallmouth, the, the water temps are warming up, and there again, it's going to be really water temp specific. But Malax definitely isn't really known for its vegetation, but it is known for its structure, and it does have a few of those bays that we're talking about. Um, but yeah, it, that's going to start going bonanzas here very, very shortly on the smallmouth end. So I think I need to take a week off of work soon. So I, I would imagine you would. <laughs> so this has got to be a weekend that you're so looking forward to. Have you been able to get out and do a little walleye fishing at all? I did. Actually, I was over on the lacks last week with Jamie Deepman. Uh, me, Jamie, and his wife went out there for just a 
half-day trip during the week, and it was an absolute zoo. I have never in my life seen anything like that. Every access was full. We counted over 160 boats on Garrison. There's 100 boats on Melmo. I mean, it was just wherever you ran. Uh, it was insane. You know, it was it was a nice day, so it was nice to be out there. But yeah, the the bite was good, and it didn't really seem to matter what you threw at them. We specifically were targeting walleye. Um, we caught them on a slip bobber with a leech, a jig and a minnow, um, cranks. I mean, it would just it didn't really seem to matter. It was nine to nine to seventeen feet, and was seemed to be going good. So. And it sounds like it's been an all-day bite out there, too. It's not just that normal early in the morning, late in the evening kind of thing. I, I, you know what? That, that was a little bit surprising for me. Uh, when we had gotten out there, there was barely any – That I'm sure everybody was on that side of the lake because it was protected from the wind, but there was barely any wind. And it was a high-pressure bluebird sky day, and I was like, oh, yeah, this, we know how this is going to be. Just enjoy the sun and, you know, the conversation and, and have fun with it or whatever. But, uh, um, yeah, I was surprised that we literally caught fish throughout the whole day, and it was not, you know, in early morning or, a, you know, it wasn't a low-light bite, to say the least. But I can say that the bite definitely got better when the wind picked up a little bit. So that made a big difference, especially on the, the shallower waters, because it is so clear right now, um, which I really think helped with that bite. So you will be out bass fishing, though, this weekend, I would assume? I will be, I will be out bass fishing <laughs> this weekend for, for sure. Well, I shouldn't say for sure. Uh, if it's thunderstorming and blowing 45, I, I, I probably won't be on the water because I want to live to fish another day. But <laughs> if I can sneak out even for a couple hours in between fronts, uh, I'm definitely going to be on the water. Last thing before I let you go, because that's something that I'm going to pr- try and do here the last couple of weeks of May. Have you been able to get out and chase some turkeys at all? Uh, you're breaking my heart. You just got to keep throwing it in my face. No, I didn't. Uh, work really was exceptionally busy right now which i'm blessed to be you know still working but uh, i just i couldn't uh and i've been seeing everybody posting pictures and it seems like it's been a phenomenal you know season so far i know that turkey uh license sales are up like 40 some percent across the state which is great but no so i'm gonna have to live vicariously through you brian so you need to go out and you just shoot a turkey in the face just so i can it'll make me feel better well it's kind of the same bowl with me i mean i'm, I'm blessed to be able to you know still be working and, and and all that and but uh being able to get out there i i haven't yet so yeah i i have to get out there and do this because uh i got the itch there's no doubt about that so uh yeah, it's just kind of that time of the year, Mandy, where you know we're kind of balancing between bass fishing, walleye fishing, crappie fishing, turkey hunting. I mean, it's a good time of the year to be outside. It's great. Things are blooming. Things are green. There isn't any mosquitoes yet. Yes, get outside and enjoy it. It's awesome. For, for sure. That's Mandy Urich, a contributor here to Brainerd Outdoors. Mandy, if people want more info on you. Oh, one thing I did want to point out. We're recording this on a Thursday. Um, you're going to be doing a Facebook Live seminar on Facebook that I'm sure will be saved. So if people want to search you on Facebook and then maybe when they hear this over the weekend want to relive it, how can they do that? Awesome. Yeah, it's on Lund Boats. Uh, Facebook page is going to be the live event for their their pro staff stuff. So they can go on Facebook and just search, search Lund Boats. 
or they can search me too. I've got to post it on my, my page and they can uh, join in for that too. And that's Mandy Urich with a U, not a Y. There's a lot of people have asked me about that. So. H-R-I-C-H. <laughs> there you go. Mandy, I appreciate it. Good stuff as always. Good luck this weekend, and uh, I'll try and get a turkey for you, okay? All right. Best of luck to you, Ryan. Thanks. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3, and we head out to Malax and get the story out there on the big pond from Steve Sapaniak with Predator Guide Service. And Steve, here here we are now. You know, we talked a lot of cold water temps uh, here in the last couple of weeks, but now with this warmer weather we've had, the temps are rising quick. How is that going to change things out there? Well, right now, Brian, things are going to remain the same as far as a walleye bite goes. The walleye bite has been fantastic. It's been good up until, you know, the water temperature gets too warm and drives the walleyes out of the shells into the deeper water and stuff. You're going to enjoy some unbelievable walleye fishing. I know the action has been anywhere from 22 feet of water to 6 feet of water yet. So it's been incredible. Uh, the warmer water is going to get the panfish back on track again. You know, they were doing pretty good until that cold front came through and the rain and the snow and every other yucky stuff we could imagine has really shut them down pretty good. So that's going to get the panfish bite going good also coming up here in the next, I would say, next few days to a week. But uh, right now the walleye action, smallmouth action, Brian and Northern Pike has been pretty good. I I will uh, wager money that it'll remain that for quite a while yet. Well, we ha- do have the bass opener this weekend, too, and, and that's really not a secret anymore. Mille Lacs is well known now for its uh, smallmouth bass population. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of anglers out there for those. Oh, definitely. You know, when you can go to any rock reef, weed bed, or sand flat anywhere, and you tie into smallmouth right along with walleye, it's a win-win situation. You know, I was saying for years, our biggest is 22 and a half inches, and I can't count all the 20 to 21 smallmouth that we've taken in my guide boat. Uh, one thing, too, though, I want to open up the eyes for the general public is Malax Lake is a fantastic largemouth bass fishery. We've taken largemouth up to seven and a half pounds, you know, and there's plenty other bigger ones there. Everybody targets the smallmouth, but don't forget the uh, largemouth too, Brian. They're there and they're thick in Mille Lacs Lake also. Where would one want to go for those, Steve? Kind of the same thing for smallmouth? Well, right now, you know, the smallies, I'm going to concentrate on the rock reefs, east side, west side, south side, over there by Garrison. Uh, northeast corner is going to be doing good up there by... Um, uh, a couple of the uh, places, I'm sorry, I've got myself a brain space going here. I had surgery the other day, and it's affecting me the anesthesia yet. But it's going to be a good smallmouth bite anywhere you can find rocks and sand gravel. Now, you just asked about the largemouth. Let's go into the backwater bays where you're going to find northern pike and the weeds, the shallow weeds and, and the uh, cabbage weeds. That's where you're going to find the largemouth, Brian. They like to hold in those weeds, plenty of forage for them out there. So you've got two different types of bass two different types of structure, and you should have fun with both of them. Uh, Tactic-wise, what do you want to do, Steve? For the largemouth, I'm going to be throwing spinnerbaits, start off with some small jigs and pigs, but the mostly spinnerbaits work in the uh, shallow water weeds anywhere from two and a half feet of water to about eight feet of water, six feet of water. 
work the edges of the weed beds. Work where there's a little subtle drop-off of a foot or more. I'd like to point out, too, you're going to find plenty of muskies in the shallow water areas. I know some people, are when they're uh, fishing, they said they're scouting for bass. Uh, that was last week, which amazes me. They weren't even open. But uh, don't target the, the muskies, really. They just got done with their spawn. Don't target them. I know a few people have caught them, and they're bragging about them. You know, I wouldn't brag, brag about it. But anyway... Uh, large mouth in the weeds, small mouth in the gravel and the sand, and in the rocks. So there you go on the bass front. Now with walleye, Steve, obviously that's something that's always on people's minds. Out on Mille Lacs right now, you said that uh, the fishing's been pretty good out there. What would be a good tactic right now going out on Mille Lacs? Would you want still jigging a minnow? Do you want a lindy rig? Do you want slip bobbers with a leech? What are you thinking? Brian, that's a great question. All of the above, every single thing you mentioned, and then some, they are going on. You control crankbaits in the morning and the evening, slip bobber rig form with leeches. You can go jig and minnow combination. Uh, bottom bouncing is even slowly starting to pick up with uh, night crawlers and everything and swivels. Anything and everything is doing good. I know a friend of mine was out there with his son. They, they purposely left all the electronics at home just to see if they could find the walleyes, just, you know, like we used to do years ago before electronics came out, and they slaughtered them. It's just been phenomenal. Uh, when we hear there is no walleyes on Mille Lacs Lake, you know, that's, that's about as far from the truth as you can get. Uh, obviously, something else is going on there, but uh, walleyes on Mille Lacs Lake live up to the reputation. They are probably uh, more livid on Mille Lacs Lake in 30 inches plus than you'll find anywhere in the state, Brian. How deep? Deep, oh, I tell you, we're catching them anywhere from 6 feet to 22 feet of water. I like the transition where it goes from 12 to 16, a subtle drop-off, where you got uh, transition goes uh, from sand to rubble or from rubble to rock. I'm having more luck with sand to rubble. Rubble to rock is good, but, uh, you know, sometimes they prefer the opposite, and that's where our luck has been. And where are those out, for those that aren't really that familiar with Mille Lacs, Steve, where can you find those sand flats and stuff out there on Mille Lacs? Great, great question, Brian. A lot of sand can be had from the north end, the west side, all the way down to the south side. You've got the sand flats on the south end. I like to fish. You've got a bunch of sand in front of the great big cabbage bed over in Vineland Bay. Transitions there from uh, sand to rubble is a really good area. You've got that whole south side, and the uh, southeast side has got a lot of sand. But the southeast is also known for its rock reefs, which is really good, just like the southwest and everything. So you've got everything going for you there. Right now, uh, you know, if you want to have fun, make it easy fishing, the sand and the rubble, just go the whole north end. All the way from Garrison to Malmo, that whole side, east to west, is sand with a quick drop-off. It goes from 12 feet down to 16, 19. Easy to fish, easy to pick apart. Easy to have fun. Now, if somebody wanted to go for pike, get in the weeds? Definitely. In the weeds, fish the edge of the weeds, fish inside the weeds. In fact, I just got done doing an article for Outdoor News, you know, proud to be a writer for them for many years. Uh, fish the weeds, you know, learn how to work inside the weeds. And I uh, last article, I didn't say it because they said I use it too often, but I'm going to repeat myself, folks. Fish every point, pocket, and inside turn. I know you've heard me say it a hundred times, but it's the truth. You want to catch these nice pike, these big pike, and good eating size, fish all those areas I just mentioned. Uh, I'd go with a spinnerbait right now. I would go with a plug-style minnow with rattles. We had real good luck last week with that, uh, my son and I and his wife, with rattles and spinners for northern pike. Hard to beat. Uh, trolling is another good one. Weave in and out of the weed bed. 
kill the mortar once in a while. That's been a hot ticket for us. I like to kill the mortar when I'm going from two and a half miles an hour. When I get down to one mile an hour, I'll put it back in dry, gun it a little bit, and take off and hang on. So you got casting is productive as heck, and you've got trolling, which has been very productive, Brian. But the weeds are your key spots until the water temperature gets near the 70s, and that's when they're going to move out of the shallow water base and hit the main bays on the main basin, or excuse me, hit the main weed beds on the main basin of the lake. How's the crappies been out there? Slow. Starting to pick up again, but it's been slow. We, you know, having a good luck right from shore. You can't beat it. But like I said, when you've got wind, snow, and rain combined with every other thing that Mother Nature can throw at you like we had last week, you know, everything decided as far as panfish, we're going to take a little break and watch all you people soak them in for a while. And those lakes around Mille Lacs, Steve, uh, all, all very well known for panfish and stuff like Farm Island and Borden Lake and, and some of these others out there, are, are they doing okay? You know, they were starting to go to the cold front came. I, I was hitting a few of them the other week, and they were going okay, nothing gangbusters. And then the cold front shut them right down. You know, I'm going to give it a try again this week after I'm done walleye fishing, go up to my hunting property for a while, come back and do some more pan fishing, walleye fishing on the lakes. You know, uh, I'm going to enjoy what we can, and right now is probably one of the best walleye bites I've seen in a long time. And I expect a panfish, Brian, once the water temperature gets back where it should be, to be the same. Pretty busy out there, too. Are you seeing a lot of boats, Steve? You know, when the weather is nice, I'm seeing a lot of them. Yes, I am, and I'm glad to see them. But uh, when the weather has not been cooperative, and I don't blame people. Who wants to go out when it's snowing and raining and windy as heck? You don't see a lot of boats, but then again, too, the smart people are going to the windy side. But on uh, the windy side, when you've got 20, 30-mile-an-hour winds already, it's tough to uh, hang in there. There you go. That's Steve Stepaniak, Predator Guide Service. Check him out, predatorguideservice.com. Steve joins us throughout the uh, entire year, basically, giving us the update out on Malax. I appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Stay safe. We'll take, uh, take care, and we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure, Brian. Thank you. And now to put a wrap on this week's show, don't forget you can catch Brainerd Outdoors just after 7, Saturday mornings, Sunday evenings at 7, and Monday mornings at 5 right here on B93.3. You can also stream the show live if you're out of town or away from your radio at BrainerdOutdoorsRadio.com. And we are all over the podcast networks, too, so wherever you download your favorite podcast, just search Brainerd Outdoors. And give us a nice rate and review. We'd appreciate that. We'll see you next weekend for another edition of Brainerd Outdoors. I'm Brian Moon. Brainerd Outdoors has been brought to you by Thielen Meats, Oars and Mine Marine in Crosby, Bermel Shoe Store in Randall, and by Radco, your truck accessory pros. Join Brian Moon Saturday mornings at 7, Sunday evenings at 7, and Monday mornings at 5, right here on B93.3.